We're ready to begin. Okay. We're uh, doing Parshas uh, Baha'i. So the uh, if we would publish a uh, if we would publish a magazine about the best places to live for a Jewish person, so the first the number one place in the uh, in the magazine would probably be. New York. Israel, or Jerusalem, well. or New York? That would be the number one place to live. <laughs> Remember when they said Neptune is not a so planet anymore? The reason they had to take Neptune out is because they had to put Brooklyn in. <laughs> this is, this is apparent. The fact that the land of Israel is the best place to live for a Jew is apparent in this week's Pasha. Torah tells us in Pasha's Bahar, after it says, after it gives the warning not to take uh, ribis, not to take uh, interest not to charge interest. Torah is like this. Ani Hashem Elokeichem. I am Hashem, your God. Asher Tesi Eschem Eretz Yisrael. That I have taken you out of, out of the land of Egypt. Laseis Lachem Es Eretz Canaan. To give you the land of Canaan, which is the land of Israel. Liyos Lachem Lelokim. To be for you, O God. So Rashi is bothered by the question, what does it mean to give you the land to be for you, O God? What does it mean to give you the land to be for your God? It sounds like that the giving of the land is contingent, or the being of God is contingent upon the land. It's to give you the land to be for your God. So Rashi says, Shekol Hadad the Eretz Yisrael, anybody who lives in Eretz Yisrael, Ani Lo Lelokim, I am to him a God. Everybody who leaves Eretz Yisrael is as if he's an idol worshiper. So therefore, says the uh, says Rashi, says Rashi, that this is what the Torah means to give you. I have taken you out of the land of Egypt, uh, uh, Egypt, to give you the land of Israel to be for you a God. Where am I for you a God? I am for you a God in the land of Israel, and outside of the land of Israel, I'm not for you a God. So therefore, right, somebody who lives in the land of Israel, it's as if in Israel, it's as if that person, it's as if. It's for him a God. And somebody who, who uh, lives outside of the world as if they don't have a, they, they don't have a Rebbe on the Shalom. Rashi uh, says this also in Parshas uh, Lechacha. Rashi says this in uh, chapter 17, uh, Pasuk number uh, 8. Rashi says that when, uh, the, during the Bris ben Abisarim, when uh, Hashem no, I'm sorry, after the bris, I'm sorry, when Hashem tells, when Hashem commands Avraham about the bris milah, about uh, having a bris, right, so uh, about circumcision, so he says to him like this, he says, I will give you, to you, and to your children afterwards, I will give you uh, the land where you will live, is called Eretz I will give you the entire land of Knan as an inheritance, says, and I will be to you, Lelokim, and I'll be for you a God. Says Rashi, you see that after the land is given, then I'll be for you a God. Which seems to imply, again, Rashi repeats himself, right, that um, Rashi repeats himself that um, that it's contingent. One who lives in the land of Israel is considered as if they have a God, and one who lives outside of Israel is considered like they're not a God. Rashi lived in France, right? Rashi lived in France. Yes, he did. It will be. It will come, become apparent soon during our discussion that it's okay for Rashi to live in France. But uh, the the discussion is not going to be about about uh, the the mitzvah of of uh, living in land. So, but a little bit we'll touch on it. But yes, the the discussion is more focused on the uh, the milos, the uh, the benefits of living in the land of Israel. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, living in Israel. So you definitely see from these sources, you see from Rashi, that, that it is beneficial to live in the land of Israel. Okay? Um, yes, it's true. Rashi lives in France. Now, this happens to be a, uh, uh, a Gemara in Ksubis. It happens to be a, um, a, a, a Talmud in Ksubis on page 110b. Talmud is very fascinating. He says the following thing. Okay? The Talmud says, you ready for this uh, remark? I'm ready. I'm hanging on. Okay. The Talmud says, Person should live. Person should always live in the land of Israel. Should person usually should live in the land of Israel, in Israel, even in a place where most of the people are Iowa. 
and they should not live in Chutzlaitz outside of the land of Israel. Outside, you know, even in a place where mostly our people are Jewish. This is completely like Amir, right? Um, he says it's better to live in New York. Because, why is this? Because whoever lives in the land of Israel is considered as if, we have to read the language for later on for our discussion, Shekol Hadar, the Eretz Yisrael, whoever lives in Eretz Yisrael, don't make him It is similar as if he has a God. Shekol Hadar, the Chutzul somebody who lives outside of the land of Israel, don't make him It's as if they don't have a God. And then, they will take him, one more second, one more second, I'm here. Then the, 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 the Talmud invokes the verse in our Parsha that we quoted, in Parsha's Bahar, that, uh, that is a proof text. As Rabbi Kalinsky said this, uh, uh, this past week, it's a proof text. Uh, the verse in our, in, 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 our, uh, in our Parsha is a proof text, is proof text to this idea. Because Hashem says that I'll be for you, God, after I give you the land of Israel. The whole she'enodadetz ain't no eloka. Somebody who does so, so now the, the Talmud asks, is that true? Whoever does it, um, whoever, whoever lives outside of Israel, it's considered that they don't have a God? It's as if they, uh, whoever lives outside of the land of Israel, it's as if they are idol worshippers. And then the Talmud, I mean, just give me one second, right? right yeah, then the Talmud brings us uh, a proof from, from Shmuel. The story there with Shmuel is, is that, is that, uh, that David, King David was talking to, sorry, right, King David was talking to Shaul. He was talking to him and he said to him, what did I do wrong that you chased after me? Right, and he says to him that, that I, was, I was sent out of my land and I couldn't serve Hashem. Maybe we'll take a look at the, at the passage. I mean, what do you want to say? Go ahead. What, what's the meaning is as if? You, I mean, you do idol worship it or, or, or I don't worship, or you have forgot what, what's the meaning? I don't understand. It's that. As, as if means, as if means that it's not, we're going to see, that's a good point. Well, what does it mean as if? What? Doesn't Doma mean to? Right. Amir, Amir is making a very good point. What does it mean as if? Amir is making a good, very good point. We're going we're gonna to discuss that. This is your meal. Where is the Shmuel? Right. Okay. So Amir is making a very good point. What does it mean as if? Okay. And this will bring us, bring us to, the, uh, to, the, to the issue, the answer to Amir's question. But just before that, we just want to uh, uh, hear in Shmuel, David HaMelech, in, in the book of Shmuel, David HaMelech, in the Shmuel Aleph, Per Kavav, Pasuk Yutez, Shmuel Aleph, uh, David HaMelech, it says to show like this. Va'ata Yishmana Adoni HaMelech divri Avdo. Now listen to my words. Now I listen to my words, my master, the king. Im Hashem hisischa kivorach ki bi yorach mincha. If there's an issue with me, so I'll let me bring a sacrifice and I'll be forgiven. Vim bnei adam arulim him lefnei Hashem. And if it's people who convince you to chase after me, let them be uh, cursed <coughs> in front of Hashem. Kigeshuni hayoyim mistapech menachlas Hashem leimolech avod alehim achirim. Because they have sent me away from the land of Israel and they told me to serve other gods. Rashi says, what, did anybody tell David HaMelech to go serve other gods? No, it must mean that whoever lives outside the land of Israel is as if they're serving other gods. That's what Rashi says. However, Rashi says that's only in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, only in the time when the temple is standing, when the time when the temple is not standing, this is not considered. But you see again, the same thing, Rashi invokes the same, uh, the same source, which is quoted by the Talmud in Tractate, in tractate uh, Exubus. Okay? So that's the bottom line. The bottom line is, is that the Talmud says in Tractate Subas, says the Talmud on page 110b, that somebody who lives outside of the land of Israel, it's as if, it's as if they don't have a God. Okay? So Rabbi Mir is asking a very good question. What does this mean? Okay? What does it mean that I, it's as if I ate an ice cream cone? Either I ate an ice cream cone, or I didn't eat an ice cream cone. How is it possible for me to uh, sort of like as if eat an ice cream cone? Is that, what, what does that mean exactly? Right? So the, um, that's, the, uh, that's what Rabbi Mir is asking. So the, the Rabbi Tirchus Harwitz, who was the, the, who was the Rav in uh, Frankfurt, uh, Des Moines, uh, Frankfurt, Maine, 
he was uh, he was the 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 rebbe. He was the teacher of the Chassam Sofer, Rabbi Moshe Sofer. He wrote many books. One of the books he wrote was called the Hafla, and this is a commentary on Masechtas Ksubis, on Ksubis, and he asks Amir's question, or Amir asked his question. Joe, what do you want to say? He asks Amir's question. Now you have to listen to the statement very carefully of the of the to listen to the statement of the Gemara very carefully to to appreciate his question. Once we appreciate his question, it's very gishmak. We see like this. The, the promise is like this. Somebody who lives in the land of Israel is doing it's a similar as if he has a God. Okay? You hear that statement clearly of Menachem? Somebody who lives outside of the land of Israel, it's as if they don't have a God. Okay? Now, the word as if, as Amir pointed out, is means like this. It means that it's as if I ate an ice cream cone, but I really didn't eat one. It looks like I did, but I didn't. I, 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 uh, I performed the magic trick that looked like I ate an ice cream cone, but I really didn't eat it. Right? It's as if I ate it. So now let's, if, if, that's, if Amir's analysis is correct, so let's, uh, let's analyze the statement. Whoever lives in the land of Israel, it's as if they have a God, which means what? Really, they don't have a God. But because they live in the land of Israel, it's as if they do. Now, the second statement of the Talmud, somebody who lives outside of the land of Israel, it's as if they, it's as if they don't have a God, which means to say, it's as if they don't have one, but they really do. Now, they, they really have one, but they, it's as if they don't, right? Which means what? That someone who's living in the land of Israel, it's as if it, 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 they really don't have a God. And somebody who lives Outside of land, it's as if they do have a God. So therefore, it comes out that one who lives in Chutzlah, outside of the land of Israel, it's better than the one who's living in the land of Israel. Right? That's that's what it comes out from Rabbi Mia. You, you hear this, uh, Abela? That's, that's very weird. You hear this? It's very strange. As if doesn't mean the opposite. It doesn't. It means close to. It's in. Uh, right. No, as if doesn't mean the opposite. It means it never really happened. It's as if it happened, but never really did. Marvin, is that what it means in English? As if it doesn't mean that it's the opposite. I don't think, I don't, I'm not convinced that it, it means the opposite. In other words, just, just because you say that if you live in the land of Israel, it's as if you have a God, I don't think that necessarily means that you don't. Well, so in that regard, I guess I have to agree with Balaam. And disagree with Amir. Because Amir is saying, as if means, no, as if means, I asked that question. it's as if I have, as if yeah. means it's like it is, but it really isn't. You know, uh, th- my watch looks like a Rolex, it's as if it's a Rolex, but if I say that, then I'm saying it's not a Rolex. No, Amir said either it is or it isn't. What, what is the meaning of as if? It seems superfluous. Right, so as if... Either it is or it isn't. Right, that, that was my question. Opposite. It doesn't mean it's the opposite... Because Dome doesn't mean as if Dome means compared to, and compared to is not the opposite. So compared to what Amir is asking, why doesn't he just say straight? Yeah, okay. One so who lives in has a God. One who doesn't have a God. I don't think you've got the opposite. If it sounds to me like someone looking from the outside will think that if you live in Israel, you're a religious person and you believe in God, and if you're in Kutzlaret, for that, that's what I, I yeah. feel. Well, I mean, don't give everything away yet. You have the same, you have the same shorish neshama yeah. as the uh, as yeah, well. Looks like. Are you sure yeah. you're not from your ancestry? Is not from Germany? Yes. It is. No, not oh, Germany. Okay. okay. Shakir, okay. what do you have to say about this? You you agree with Rabbi Mir? Yeah. There you go. So we have a two on two. We have a two. Uh, mm-hmm. Hashem is one, so it doesn't matter where you are. It's, it's only one Hashem. Yeah, oh, so we're going to see, we're going to see that this is, that it's true that Hashem is one, but we're going to see that this is not true. In other words, from our perspective, this is not 100% true. Hashem is one, but from our perspective, our relationship, it doesn't work that way. We're going to see, this is the, this is going to be the point. Very good. Okay. So, what? Oh, 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 so everybody's giving away all the secrets here. You get, one second, one second. I can't talk faster, one second. You're right. 100%. So he says like this. He says, we're talking about, we're talking about this. Of course, the distinction, he says like this. The distinction between a person who has a God and doesn't have a God is a person who keeps all the mitzvot, has a God. 
and a person who doesn't keep all the mitzvahs doesn't have a God. Now, it's a person who keeps the Torah, has the Rebona Shalom. A person who doesn't keep the Torah doesn't have a Rebona Shalom. So, says the Haflo like this. Says the Haflo, the, the Gemara is talking about a person who lives in Eretz Yisrael who doesn't keep the Torah. And the Gemara is talking about a person who lives in Chutzlars who does keep the Torah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, this. Uh, yeah, Mark. Okay? So, it's like this. Says the Talmud person who lives, whoever lives in Eretz Israel and doesn't keep the Torah, doesn't have a God. But it's, it, it appears as if he does. Person, whoever lives in Chutzlaretz and keeps the Torah, it's as if he doesn't have a God. In other words, he has a God because he has the Torah. But it's as if he doesn't have the God because he lives outside of Eretz Israel. That's what he said. That's what he said. Everybody has a God, whether they admit it or not. Everybody has a God. No, it means he doesn't have a relationship. No, it means he doesn't have. I don't believe this is the table. Does that mean he doesn't have a God? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean he doesn't have a God. It means he doesn't have a relationship with. You know, this is my God. You know what I mean? What's his name? Who wrote that? The book? Herman Book. This is my God. It's not that it doesn't have a God, but this is my God. Now, it's a relationship with, the, with, with, with my God. <laughs> right? It's, 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 we're talking about relationship. We're not talking about that. God is, is the independent of whoever is. Okay, well, so a person that is outside <coughs> of Earth, Israel, there's no way they can keep all the commandments. Not all the commandments. They keep the commandments they have to. That's not what you said. It's not the point. If they learn about the commandments, it's as if they keep them. That's the Talmud says that also. That's a separate issue. The point, though, of the commentators that are saying that the one that does live in Israel keeps the commandments is that it's a commandment for us to live there. So there you go. Everybody, everybody, one second. Yehudit Menachem and uh, uh, who else? And Miriam. One second. Yeah. Let, let, let the the half floor is going to say all this. So right. the half floor says like this. The half floor says, what's so special about the land of Israel that it is or isn't? It's as if you have a God, or it's as if you don't have a God. What's so special? Now, if we have time later, we're going to expound on this from the the, the Ramban's commentary on the Torah. But to put it tersely, he says like this. He doesn't quote this Gemara. But this is basically the point. The Gemara tells us in Tractatinus on page 10a. The Talmud is like this. The Talmud is like this. The, the Eretz Israel was created first. And then the entire planet was created afterwards. Okay? Uh, the Talmud brings a proof text. Okay? Now, Eretz Israel, Hashem waters first. Hashem waters first. And then, and the rest of the, uh, in other words, the rain... And the moisture that comes to Eretz Yisrael, Hashem waters it. Right? Now, the entire planet is watered through a messenger. Another proof text. Okay? Eretz Yisrael is watered from uh, rainwater. And everything, every, 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 um, everywhere else is from the, uh, from the, I guess, from the, the essence of the rainwater. Of this, of this water that Eretz Yisrael gets. Eretz Yisrael drinks first, and then the whole, the rest of the, uh, the rest of the, the rest of the planet drinks afterwards. That's what the Talmud says. So the point here is like this: is that, is that basically says the Hafla, is that there's a dif- there's a distinction. This is, answers Miriam's question. There's a distinction between how Hashem deals with Eretz Yisrael and how Hashem deals with the rest of the planet. Eretz is, as we know, Hashem set up a system in which the world functions. The spiritual world is the life force of the physical world. This is explained at length by the Derech Hashem, Rabbi Moshe Chaim This is explained at length by Rabbi Chaim Voloshinen at the beginning of the Nefesh HaChaim, right? The life force of, 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 for example, right? What makes the light shine, in, in a light bulb shine or whatever? Electricity. What's the life force of a light bulb? Electricity, Right? What's the life force of a person? His neder neshama. What's the life force of planet Earth? A spiritual world. There's a spiritual world above. That's the life force of planet Earth. Okay? So every, the life force of planet Earth is, 
is, is, is, is controlled by a spiritual world. That's the way it works. Now, the, 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 this control, when it comes to the land of Israel, is controlled by Hashem Himself directly. Hashem Himself directly controls, Hashem Himself directly controls the land of Israel with His own hands. Right? Now, the, uh, the, the, the rest of the planet, Hashem appoints angels or special angels or stars, constellations, whatever it is, the spiritual terminology for it is, to control the spiritual life force that gives the rest of the planet sustenance, Hashem gives, does that through a messenger. He doesn't do it direct. Right? He doesn't do it direct. So, for example, the President of the United States, for example, we'd like to think that he has control of the United States. Right? But he has more control of the White House than he does of, uh, of uh, the state of Kansas. state of Kansas, he has messengers. The federal government, wherever the federal office is over there, they control, for him, the state of Kansas. The White House, right, uh, he has a little bit more control of the White House. He's directly involved in what happens inside the White House. Right? So even though it's true, like Miriam said, that Hashem is all-powerful, and, uh, and Hashem is all-powerful, and Hashem is the one who... Uh, who, uh, who, who controls everything, right? But he doesn't use any tools. There's no intermediaries when it comes to the land of Israel. The land of Israel is like the White House. It's my palace. It's my house. It's the Abonishon's house. He has direct uh, He has direct divine influence, direct um, influence on, the, on, on, on Israel, on the land of Israel. That's what, right, the water comes there first. The, it is created first. The White House wasn't built first, and I said, well, whatever, the analogy, you know, fine. So, right, but the rest of the land, of it, the rest of the, the, the planet, the relationship is indirect. Hashem does not deal with, uh, with, with the, rest of the, uh, the rest of the people. He deals with the angels, and then the angels do their job, whatever they're supposed to do. He uses a tool. He uses a wrench. You know, like uh, if you had to tighten the wrench, so first you tighten the wrench, the, the, a bolt. You tighten it with your hands, and then use the wrench to make it a little tighter. So the Rebbeinu, when he has to tighten the bolts, and as Yisrael does it with his own hands, when he has to tighten the bolts in 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 Chutzlars and outside of Leiria, he has to use, he uses a wrench, he uses a tool, he doesn't touch it himself. There's no direct hashgacha practice outside of the land of Israel. Therefore, says the Haflo, that in Eretz Yisrael, when one lives in Eretz Yisrael, the relationship with the Rebbeinu is direct, right? It's a direct relationship. It's as if. It's as if one is living in the White House and talking to the President Mamish, right? It's a direct relationship. Can I get a drink of water? You know, can we bomb Iraq? You, know, you don't have to send them an email you know, or, 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 or make a phone call on the red phone or whatever it is or from the state of Kansas. You could just speak to them direct. But when you're state in the state of Kansas, you have, to, you have to make a phone call. You have to have a conference call. You have to talk to, you have to, talk to them through an intermediary. That's the way it is. And the rest of it, right? The Rabboni Shalom is directly involved what happens in the land of Israel. Therefore, says the Talmud, whoever lives, <coughs> whoever lives in the land of Israel, it's as if they have a God. What does it mean it's as if they have a God? So forgetting about it, the as if part for a, for a minute, this mitzvah of Yishevel Yisrael, the mitzvah of living in the land of Israel, is, has a special merit to it, to the, to the, to the effect that to the effect that the one who lives in Israel has an intimate relationship with the Rabbana Shalom. It's a direct relationship. There's a direct Hashgacha protest with Hashem. One, one is living in the White House. However, Koradar, whoever lives outside of the land of Israel, whoever lives outside of the land of Israel, their relationship is indirect. It's as if, it's as if they're living, it's as if they have to deal through an intermediary. They have to make a, they have to make a phone call, they have to call through the phone. Therefore, it's Demi Kemishin Yolakai. It's as if they don't have a God. Is there a joke about <coughs> being a, a local call in this room? Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 <coughs> What's, What's the, the joke? What's the joke? It's a local call. It's a local call. It's a local call. Exactly. To talk to Hashem, it's a local call. To talk to Hashem, it's a local call. Now you talk to Hashem from, uh, from Gibraltar, it's a long distance call. Well, now with Verizon. It's only here with Verizon. That's the way it goes. So therefore, it's like this. Therefore, it's like this. Says the says the Hapla. He says like this. This is and this is what Rabbi Amir said before. I think, if I remember correctly, or maybe also Rabbi Menachem. Somebody who lives in the land of Israel doesn't keep any mitzvahs. Doesn't keep the Torah at all. 
but they keep one mitzvah, and that's Yishev Eretz Yisrael. They're, 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 they're fulfilling the mitzvah, they're living in the land of Israel. So they have this one mitzvah. It's doime, it's as if they have a God. It's as if they have a God. Meaning like this, they don't really have a relationship with the Rabboni because they don't keep any mitzvahs. Right? So it's as if they, they really don't have a God. But because the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael, it's as if they do. Because the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael gives them a direct relationship with the Rabboni if they would have one. Right? However, somebody who lives in Chutzah, somebody who lives outside the land of Israel, <coughs> it's as if they don't have a God. They really do, because they're keeping all the mitzvahs. They have a relationship with the Rabbanu Shalom. But since the relationship through, uh, 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 with, with, with Hashem, which is not accomplished through the mitzvah of living in the land of Israel, is indirect, it's through an intermediary, therefore it's a demi commission of a God, it's as if they don't have a God. That's, the, that's what the Talmud means to say. He's suggesting that living in Israel is a cruel influence of keeping all the mitzvahs? No, it's exactly not. Exactly not. It's exactly not. It's not as if you keep it all the mitzvahs. It looks like an ethical relationship. You live in Israel and be like you have a God because you're living there, but you yourself don't feel like it. So it's like asymmetrical. God considers you more on a more intimate level because you're there. But you, you're not on a, on a more intimate level because you don't believe in him. You're just living there because whatever, you know. That's why it's as if. That's why it's as if. Yeah. But you happen to be in his house. You, know, you, you live in the White House. You don't talk to the president. I don't talk to him. I don't, I don't I, you know, I, I want to vote, I wanted to vote for, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 what? Gore. Yeah, well, I wanted to vote for Gore. So I live in the White House. It's true. But I don't talk to him. I don't talk to the president. Do you believe he exists? So, so, what? Do you Gore. Gore. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's say, no, but if I'm living in the White House, right, if the lights are on, it is a direct result of the fact that he decided the light should be on. I don't talk to him. I don't. Okay, but do people live in Israel and not really even believe that there's a God? I don't know. I don't either. They're just living there. I don't make it. I try not to make any sociological observations. Sociological. Rabbi, there's another part. That's why she said looks like, but it's not. There's like, another so part to it, though. Isn't it just that they have the potential to have it? Like, they, uh, and if they have more potential to have that relationship with God, don't they have an equally um, strong potential to not have a relationship? It's true. It's true. This is true. They have a potential to have more of a strong relationship if they would believe in the Torah. They have more potential because they're a bunch of them right there. If they would talk to the president, then he would be directly there. He's there. But in order to have free will, it has to be, if it's the, they don't have to be the same it's a, it's a question of a reality. The Rabboni Shalom is there. The Rabboni Shalom is in Israel. That's okay. where he is. That's his house. But there's so many people who don't connect to Hashem even as though they're in Israel. Like, yeah. It's true. Israel. It's true they don't connect, but he's there. But they're in his house. There's a cognitive there's dissonance. Okay, it's not a pull. I'm not talking oh. about a pull. It's not a pull. I'm not talking about that it's a pull, the fact that he's there. It's just that it happens to be that the relationship, that, 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 that he's control of it, that, that he's dealing with it. You know, the rain comes there direct from the Rabboni Shalom. When, when, when those people, walk, a person who doesn't keep the Torah, is walking at Yisrael and it rains, comes from direct from the Rabboni Shalom. The Rabboni Shalom is the one who poured the rain. When it enchanted, it doesn't matter, but the Rabboni Shalom poured it. It's a reality. We live in a real world, and the way that we do this is, again, addressing Miriam's issue. We live in the real world. When we come to shul, so the shul has sanctity. When we're outside of the shul, the place, there's a shul. The Rabbani Shalom is here, there, there's everywhere, but he's in the shul. From our perception, the, the sanctity is more in the base Hamidash, in the temple, than there is outside the temple. There's more sanctity in Yushalayim than there is outside of Yushalayim. So, right there's, there's Mokhaimus Kodesh, there's a holy places, and they're not holy places. So, they, so when the rain, when it rains in Israel, it's raining from the Rabbani Shalom. When it rains in Kansas, it's not. It's raining from a Asad, from an angel. That, 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 that's the conduit for the spiritual influence for whatever the Dorothy, rain coming up. Dorothy, Dorothy. Hmm. Dorothy. Yes. What do you, you want to say about Menachem? There's another factor here that uh, anybody that lives in the land, um, they're there because they're okay to be there. Because if they weren't, the land would throw them out. Not today. I don't think that. That's on a national scale. We're going to talk about that if we have time. Maybe not today. We're for all time. Menachem, you're right. We're not, no, the Torah is for all time. It doesn't just end because, uh, you know, you decide. Jesus, all the secular Jews in Israel, oh, boom, they're all... No, no, no. They must be serving his purpose. Oh, okay. 
Menachem is right, but it's, we're talking about just a, a ter, very tersely. It's on a national scale. We're talking about not individual people. A national scale. Number one. Number two is we're going to talk about it if we have time. We, we're going to mention it to Ramban, Parshas Vayera, to Ramban and Parshas Achrimos. We will we will mention it, but we have to we have to go a little further because we don't we're running a little bit out of a little bit out of time. So maybe uh, you have all these complex issues. Maybe we'll hold off on the rest of what the Havel says, even though it's very gishmak. Um, okay. And we'll come back to it later if we have a chance. Um, so the uh, the Satmar Rebbe, in his uh, in his book the Vayol Moshe, says in the uh, in the uh, in the in the Yishevet Yisrael, chapter uh, page Vayshnun Dalit, uh, it's the second Mimer, number fifty four. He says he says like this. He says that that of course the person who has the true relationship with the Rabbana Shalom is the one who keeps mitzvos. The Torah is contingent upon Kabbalah Solmach Shamayim. The, 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 the acceptance of the fact of the, of the 13 principles of faith on, 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 on saying the Shema, on keeping Shabbos and kosher and everything that's involved in that. That's what the Torah is contingent on. Right? The mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael is one mitzvah among the mitzvahs of the Torah. Right? The mitzvah of living in the land of Israel is one mitzvah of the Torah. Every mitzvah has with it a special segula. One, w- the mitzvah of Yishevet Yisrael, the mitzvah of living in the land of Israel, has with it a segula that it appears as if the person who's keeping it is as if they have a God. Why? Because the way we explain it, because there's a special relationship, because the, Hashem directly influences the land of Israel. However, you see from the fact that the Torah said, the, the, this is, he's harping on Amir's, uh, Amir's point, the fact that the Gemara says it's as if, as if means that it's a dimyon, like Bela pointed out before. Daima, it's, 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 it, you can imagine as if the person has a God, but really, in reality, it's only a dimyon. It's not MS. It's not true. It's only imagination. It, the segul of this mitzvah is that there's a direct relationship. But, however, he says, if a person does not keep mitzvahs, then he doesn't have that relationship. And therefore, there is, as Shaket pointed out, there is no, necessarily, there is no real mila, there's no real advantage in living in the land of Israel if a person does not have a relationship with Hashem through mitzvahs. The potential is there that if a person has, uh, has a relationship with Hashem through mitzvahs, then the fact that they're living in the land of Israel, that gives them the, uh, the benefit yeah. of the special relationship. But if not, then not. Okay, that's what he says. Um, it's about Jewish person. Yeah. Well, because there are a lot of other people living there. Well, first of all, the Sama Rebbe, it's questionable or arguable whether he even believes in the state of Israel as we know it. I don't think he does. Well, the land of Israel is well, the land but of the state, state two different the things. You're, uh, right. Don't confuse the issue. Right. Right. The state well, and the land are two different things. Don't confuse the issue. No, but the Palestinians yeah. did not feel that there was any point in living in the land of Israel at this time. They did not feel there was any point in it. Well, okay. Fine. Can I answer some questions? Yeah. Yeah. On the, it was the Rambam, the first, on the Rambam, when the first uh, commentary. Um, I don't remember. Rashi, okay. maybe. The, question the is first one is initially <coughs> the Rambam. Okay. What? The Rambam. So it yeah. seemed initially that living in Israel will be something positive, you know, right? It seems like you keep, you are closer to Shem, but it seems that it's giving the opposite. You may feel comfortable saying, okay, now that I live in Israel, I'm closer to Shem, I don't need to do anything. Right. right? That's, so that's what the Sabbath Rebbe is saying. That's what the Sabbath Rebbe is saying. That's the way he understands Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Horowitz. The Rabbi Horowitz says that the Torah is, the, the, the Talmud is not telling us that if a person lives in the land of Israel, all is forgiven. What the Talmud is telling us is, is that every mitzvah has a special um, attribute to it that's beneficial, a special mila, a special segula, a special advantage. Every mitzvah has that advantage. So the mitzvah of Yeshiva Yisrael, the advantage of that mitzvah is, is that it, 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 it makes it as, as if a person has, as if a person has a rebona shalolam, because the mitzvah brings you to the house. It brings you to rebona shalom's house. But that doesn't mean that just because you're there, you could do whatever you want. Right? Of course, the rebona shalom, you can even make the argument that, it, I mean, he says this directly, but I don't want, you know, I don't get too explicit. The Rebbe doesn't want somebody in his house, uh, you know, uh, if they don't listen to anything that he has to say. 
that's not a relationship. But it, but the mitzvah itself of living there it makes it look as if it is. Here's an example. Okay, here's an example. We don't need the Sotman Rebbe necessarily for this. We just need to, you know, here's an example. The Ramban says in Parshas Vayera. The Ramban asks in Parshas Vayera. He asks a very simple question. He says that, you know, the people of Zdom suffered a fate that was, uh, that was uh, forever a big zest that they got that uh, was, uh, will never be, uh, will never go away, right? The, the place, the Rebunshom destroyed the entire, the entire plains of Zdom, uh, lock, stock, and barrel, and it's fallow forever and a whole eternity. Why? Why did he do that? Because they were corrupt. Because they were in violation of many uh, um, societal norms, uh, even for non-Jews. Uh, you know, they, 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 were, they were very bad. Uh, they didn't do chesed. Or they did whatever they did, right? They were very bad. Um, you know, the Apostle says in Yechesko, this was uh, the, the, the sin of Stoma Hoseich, of your sister, going Shiva Slechem, etc. What happened? They didn't, they didn't give tzedakah. They didn't do chesed. They were royim v'chatoim Hashem oin. They were very, the big, the, the, the terrible place. As we, we know, we all know the Midrashim from children from kindergarten, what the place of Dome was like. Right? It was a terrible place. So, asks the Ramban, so what? There weren't other terrible people on this planet that were just as bad as the people of Dome? Yeah? Just as bad as they were? So why didn't the Rabbanishon wipe them off the face of the earth like he did to the people of Dome? Why, why, why do the people of Dome have this special privilege of, of being in the situation? Says the Ramban, the difference is, is that the land of Israel could not tolerate this behavior. All the other nations, they did it outside of the land of Israel. Fine, so the Rabban Shalom, you know, punishes them in accordance. But here it wasn't a punishment. It was a punishment, but it was more than that. It was because it was in Eretz Israel. The Eretz Israel, since the Rabban Shalom's house, can't tolerate such behavior. And it's even more explicit in the Torah. The Torah says in Parshas, um, the Torah says in Parshas, uh, in Parshas Achrimos, the Torah says, in Parshas Achrimos, the Torah says like this, the Torah uh, forbids all kind of illicit relationships, and then the Torah says in, 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 uh, in, in, in chapter 18, uh, verse, starting with verse number 24, it's like this, do not become impure with all these things, all of these uh, behaviors, dysfunctional behaviors. The non-Jews of that time became tame, became spiritually impure with these actions. I'm sending them out from, from you. Right? The land has become tame. I'm going, to, I'm going to remember the sin upon it. But Taki Ha'oret, as Yoshvea, the land will spit out the ones that live there. Says the Ramban, what is it talking about? The land will spit out the ones that live there. So the Ramban says the same thing. The Ramban says, he goes through all the, uh, everything that we mentioned, and the Ramban says the land of Israel cannot tolerate these depraved behaviors. And therefore the Torah says explicitly, then when there's depraved behaviors going on in the land of Israel, the land of Israel will spit out those people, like Menachem mentioned before. I think it's on a national scale. Individual people are not going to be uh, flying out of the land of Israel. You know what I mean? Like uh, being spit out. It'll be a process, whatever it is, whatever it will be. The land of Israel will not tolerate such a thing. More of that, more than that, the Ramban says in Parshas Toldos. The Ramban says in Parshas Toldos that... He, the Torah seems to indicate in Parshas Toldos that, that Abraham kept all the mitzvahs. Rashi learns like this at the beginning of Parshas Toldos that Abraham kept, the, 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 the Talmud tells us that Abraham even kept Erevin. He had an Erev just like we have in Arizona. You know, in Perkhavav, Pasuk Hey, it says, Avram He listened to my voice and he kept my, my watch. He kept my mitzvahs, my statutes, my Toros. So Rashi says that Abraham figured out the entire Torah and he kept it. He shook a lulav and he sat in a sukkah. He did all these things. Right? That's what Abraham did. So uh, the Ramban has a whole issue. We'll not get into it, but the Ramban has a whole issue. We see from the Torah that, that the others did not keep the mitzvahs. Yaakov married two sisters. 
There's all kinds of things. So it says the Ramban. So that's a, that's a question. So Ramban says you, you, the, when it when it says that Abraham kept all the mitzvahs, that's out. That was only in Eretz Israel. Only in Eretz Israel, right? Because he says like this. He kept the entire mitzvah, all the mitzvahs of the Torah like one who was not commanded in it, because he wasn't commanded. He only kept it in the land of Israel. Yaakov married two sisters outside the land of Israel, and Rachel died before he came back. Right? He only, it was only in the land of Israel. Nowhere else. That, that he kept the mitzvahs. Why? Because the ideal state into which to keep the mitzvahs is in the land of Israel, because that's where the ideal relationship is, because that's where Hashem's house is. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so this is the idea that Ramban says throughout, uh, throughout the Chumash. He says this in, uh, in many places. There's too many, I brought too many swarm here to, to keep track of everything that's, everything that's going on. This is the first night I remember you quoting the Satmar Rebbe. Right, the Satmar Rebbe. It was a big time of Chochum. It's a very, uh, it's a very, uh, it's a very scholarly work. And I think that, I think that his, his analysis, I think that his analysis of the text is correct. Uh, of the, the text, the text of the, of the Talmud. Now, since the Talmud is telling us, Says the says the Gemara, right? What does the Gemara say? The Gemara says, person who lives in the land of Israel is doyme. It's as if they live. It's as if they have a God, right? So he's saying that doyme means it's just a dinyan. It's it, the word doyme. The word doyme means it comes from the word dinyan, which means imagination. One who lives in the land of Israel, they can imagine that they're in the land of God. That they have a God. So imagination means you're imagining. Imagination means that you're imagining a reality that's not true, right? So he's saying that mamish is not true. This is the way he's burning Rabbi Harwood's statements in his, in his book, The Hot Law, that it's mamish not true, that the person, it, 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 it looks as if it's a, there's a God. You can imagine that there's a God because there's a relation, but it's not true. Here. Here. You hear? Uh, yeah, I just, I'm not on board with that. You're not on board with that. Well, yeah, why not? It makes so much sense. A person who is Rav Martin, person who doesn't keep the Torah at all. They don't keep the Torah at all. They don't keep any mitzvahs at all. Well, aside from the fact they're not educated, right? Because not held accountable. A person not held accountable with a teenage nishpa if they're not educated in the mitzvahs because they don't know better. A person, right? But we're not talking about that. But we're talking about a person who doesn't keep any mitzvahs at all, except for living in the land. They happen to be living in the land of Israel. Does it make sense to say that, uh, that that's it? That, that, okay, Shalom Yisrael. That uh, this is uh, now I'm Yoyta. I fulfilled my obligation. Now I have a relationship with Hashem because I live in Israel. No. So that's what he said. That, that, that's what he's saying. That's what the Rebbe is saying. The Rebbe is saying that you don't, you, you can't, you can't say that that that, that just because I fulfilled the mitzvah of Yisrael, well, that's it. It's an imagination. It's imaginary. Because yeah, fine, you're living in a Right, when you are, you you arrive in the land of Israel, you feel Jewish. Everybody's Jewish, and it 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 it, it, it just it seems like it's Jewish. And uh, some people even replace their Judaism with that, right? Because it feels so it feels so Jewish. If you sing, even if you sing, this is exactly what the Rebbe said. You sing an Israeli song, like uh, I don't know, uh, uh, I don't know, what's an Israeli song, Rebbe? You sing the Havanagilos, and then you're Jewish, and you wave the flag, and you're Jewish, right? So, 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 be, be, why? Because the mitzvah of Yeshua Yisrael has a segula. When you stand in the, in the land of Israel, all these things have a real significance. You know, the flag and the songs and the falafel. It has, or it has significance. Why? Because it's all part of, sort of speaking, a loose relationship. It's Yeshua Yisrael. You know, it's Yisrael. You're in Boshom's house. Right when the president makes dinner in the White House, it's not the same as it's being made in Kansas when they throw a cow on top of a grill. You know what I mean? It's not the same thing. 
over there it's fancy and it's set up with 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 uh, all kinds of all kinds of all kinds of posh cutlery, whatever. If I'm using the word correctly, right? It's 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 different the way it is. So here you're in the land of Israel. It's different. It feels good. It feels like the Rebbeinu Shem is there and he is there. But if you don't have a relationship with him, you don't talk to him, you don't keep any of the mitzvahs, then it's just an imagination. It's a dimyan. It's not MS. You don't have a relationship. Who's better? The person who's, 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 who, 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 who lives in Arizona and comes to learn Torah and, is, and keeps the mitzvahs. Or, or, or the per- I don't want to make judgments, but I'm saying theoretically speaking. Or the person who keeps nothing. He eats basar laban. You know what that is, right? Right, that they eat uh, the uh, pork, and they, and, and they don't keep any mitzvahs at all. Not, not to their fault necessarily, I'm not blaming anyone, I'm not judging anybody. Who's better? Who has a better, who has a relationship with the Rabban Shalom? But right? Of course, of course, of course. Of course, that's the last Ramban that we quoted, that's the Ramban. He's saying in Pashat Zvayir and other places. That even to the point where Abraham only kept the mitzvahs in Israel because he felt like if he keeps them outside of Israel, that, that doesn't mean anything. Right? It doesn't even mean anything if you if you keep it outside of the land of Israel. That's because he wasn't commanded. We're commanded, so we keep it outside also. But <coughs> but he kept it only in Israel because the ideal relationship with Hashem is keeping the mitzvahs in Israel. So of course it makes sense. What do you disagree with? It's okay. You can agree with the Sadler Rebbe. Why not? No, well, I don't know. I, 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 I guess I lost my train of thought. So I, I don't know that I can support my, my position. You could, but you could express your feeling. I'm not going to let you get away, Moshe uh, Chaim, uh, so easy. You could express your feeling. What's the issue? Well, I, what I, I think he was the one who said that by saying as if, uh, <coughs> wasn't he the one that said by saying as if it was the opposite? Right. No, he didn't. The, oh, he didn't. Rabbi Howard, so he's learning Rabbi Howard saying this. Yeah. He's just accentuating that Rabbi Howard is saying this. Not necessarily agreeing with it. He agrees with it. He agrees with it? So really okay. all they're saying is that you can't judge by one thing alone. The fact that somebody lives in Israel in and of itself is not a proof of, of him being having a relationship with God. And the fact, that's right, it could look like, and the fact that somebody lives in Chutzlaris is also not a proof of having a relationship with God. No, 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 it's not a proof of not having, not having a relationship with God. Right. So, there's, so it just means that it's a more complex issue and it involves many, many factors. And I'm, I have a feeling that maybe that's the reason that the, that the Hasidim did not believe in going to the state of Israel for that exact reason. I don't want to get involved that's, with it. That's a separate discussion. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved in that. That's a different it's a different agenda. It's a different agenda. That's a different agenda. We're not talking about it. We're talking we're saying okay, the Rebbe the Rebbe the Rebbe is saying a very simple vote. He's saying a very simple vote. A person can say like this. I once heard a person like this. I need Yehudi Tov. When I first came here to Phoenix, I met a Yid who, who's Bechlal, not religious at all. And we were sitting together with another big rabbi, and he told us, he said, Ani Yehudi Tov. I'm a good Jew. Okay? It, meaning like this. A person can pick a mitzvah. They can pick a mitzvah of tzedakah. And they could say, I'm going to give tzedakah. I'm going to give $100,000 to the court, and I'm going to give a million dollars to the Koyalel. I'm going to give $700,000 to the Oratola. I'm going to give $5 million to all the institutions, institutions in Phoenix. I'm going to, I'm going to start uh, schools and all these kind of dwarves. But I'm going to eat Chaza. I'll do whatever I want. But I need you to because I give Tzedaka. person can pick a mitzvah. And there, there is, comes a segula with every mitzvah. It's Hashiv to give Tzedaka. person is going to get covered. Oh. He gets stuck. You're gonna feel good because when you when you see the 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 the, the fruit of your labor, you get stuck and you see a full base of medrash with foreign people learning. You get stuck up, right? You, and you, you you're supporting Torah. You see families that have chicken for Shabbos because they're starving. You gave them money. 
So there's a, comes a segula, there comes a chashivas with the mitzvah, that 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 the 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 the, the, the avira, the the atmosphere, the ambiance created by the mitzvah can fool you into thinking, oh, I have a relationship with the Rosh now because I'm connected, I'm, connected, I'm connected to this mitzvah. Zakta Zakta Rebbe also saying this. You could do that with the mitzvah of Yeshiva Israel too. You could think. You could think. Oh, I live in the land of Israel. I have. Somebody told me one day. I can't judge what said it to me. He said to me, I live in the land of Israel. That's all. I'm not from everything. He said it to me before. He said it to me before. He said it to me explicitly. You, and, and, and what? And when you do live there, there comes a school, there comes a specialness with the mitzvah. And, right, because it has the, the, the whole uh, atmosphere, the ambiance of being Jewish and, 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 and not being a goy and being away from the Christian uh, Western and Eastern society. Right, it, it has that avira, and so a person can fool themselves, and that's it. I don't have to do anything else. Right, and it's not true. It's a dimian. It's an imagination because mitzvahs are so powerful that they can make us imagine that we're yaitzer, where I fulfill my obligation. That's it. I don't have to do anything else, and it's just not true. That's his point. That's the only point he's making. And I don't get into uh, agendas. It's a separate issue. You know, Torah. We take a. Uh, uh, my policy is, uh, generally speaking, not always, but generally speaking, the MS, oh. wherever the wherever the MS is, that's where it is. You know, if it's MS, it's MS. <laughs> so, so the, 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 that's the way it is. You know. Yeah, no, I'm not going to talk. No, don't talk. To you. <laughs> I'm not talk. So, right. The bottom line is, is that the best place to live, the best place to live for for a year is, of course, in Israel. Of course, in Israel. But the, the, the relationship with the Rabboni Shalom is not contingent upon the mitzvah of Yishevar as well. It, it, it definitely accentuates it, and it's the main mitzvah, because that's where you are, that's where the Rabboni Shalom is. But, of course, the main thing is to keep the mitzvahs. The main thing is to keep the mitzvahs. But like Yehudah so eloquently said, if, if a person keeps the mitzvahs and they live in Eretz Yisrael, that's the ideal state, of course. And that's why us, where the Atah in Israel, is considered to be a gullus. Not considered to be an ideal relationship, right? Because of the way that we have to deal for every, everything that we just explained, and that's what it says in this week's pasha, right? That's what it says in this week's pasha. If I can, whatever it says in this week's pasha that uh, that, uh, that that Hashem will give, gave us the land in order to be a to be a God there for us there to have that relationship with Him there. Okay. That's what I wanted to share with everybody this evening, and 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 then some. But uh, <laughs> next week is another week, as the Chavetz Chaim would say. Tomorrow is another day. Thank you very much. Thank you. A good